Welcome, fellow last placers, to another episode of LPF Debrief, where Chris and I talk about comic books, movies, TV shows, and anime. And I know what you're thinking. You haven't seen us in a while. And you would be correct. You have not. But we are back here, and we're giving you guys a special. We're doing all three episodes that we've missed of Hawkeye. So we're going to be doing all three of these episodes. We're going to keep it on the, you know... It won't be too long. We'll get into our opinions, talking about what we need to talk about. But before we get into all of that, uh, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. Guys, please hit the sub button. We're trying to give you guys the Steel Series 3 mouse, wireless mouse. We want to give it to you. So then we can do something else to give you something else. How many times do I got to tell you? How many times do I got to tell you? Let us give you stuff. How many times? Let me give you stuff. Knock it off. Go check the subscribe button. Tell your friends. Let me give you things. That's all we're saying. All right. And as always, there will be some spoilers in here. So be prepared for that. We are covering episodes one, two, and three, just so you guys know. And joining me as always, because the person that we're about to shame is not here for not watching the content that we normally watch, Yendi. Shame. Shame. But I do have Chris here. Yeah. So, <laughs> let's get right into it, Chris. Let's talk about Hawkeye. Episodes one, two, and three. It doesn't matter. You don't have to go in order. Let's just know what you're thinking. What are the things that you've been enjoying about it? You know, you know, just everything. Just let us know, man, because we haven't talked in a while. Let's do it. Already for me. Um fantastic out of the out of the shows we've gotten so far um winter soldier we're already halfway through it pretty much okay. are we how many episodes six, is it? six episodes oh god dang it this ends actually the week before book of boba started remember i told you oh, yeah, there was yeah. going to be that weird timeline yeah. where we just kept going into shows well here it is <laughs> okay gotcha yeah. well i love it so far uh very funny um i love uh the girl that's playing um What's her name? Kate Bishop. Uh, she's great, man. Uh, what a great... As soon as I saw it, because I didn't watch any trailers or anything like that, I'm kind of falling more into the route of uh, what Alan does is not watch trailers. Uh, so whenever she showed up, I was just like, oh, sweet, it's her. Like, I, I know who this, this person is. Um, what's that? Haley Seinfeld. Yes, Haley Seinfeld. She's great. Um, the show so far is... It's Seinfeld. It's gory, I guess you could say. Not super gory, but like I feel like there's a lot. Like the whole time, I'm like, man, we're sh we're seeing a lot for for this show compared to Loki and and. Um, uh, well, I think when you're dealing with swordplay, kind of, which has been an ongoing thing with this show. Yeah, but I wasn't um, expecting like blood splatter on the on the window. Like whenever the Ronin scene comes up, you see it like like paint the wall. I'm like, oh shoot. Okay, but that's the goal. Like, I think that's they're trying to show. Like, I think they they really do a good job because even in Endgame, Ronan scenes are very like very. It's very like graphic. Like, yeah, it, it's hinted graphic, right? Because remember that whole scene when Black Widow goes to pick him up. Like, he's like slicing people, and yeah. then even the last person that he like he literally like takes the sword and like. So they they've made it overly. They've made Ronan this overly aggressive character because it's also paying homage 
to a lot of those, you know, a lot of the Kung Fu and a lot of the samurai ninja stuff that also is very like out of there, like out of this world, gory and bloody. So I think they're doing a real good, tasteful job at showing that. Yeah. Uh, but so far, like I said, it's a lot, it's a very fun show. I really like what they're doing about, um, him losing his hearing. Uh, there's a right from the comic. Yeah. So whenever he's losing his hearing and everything, I love that camera shot of, we get a good, like, I want to say like five minutes of just what he hears and uh, him trying to figure out like, okay, uh, I got to figure out how to do this without using a hearing aid right now because his breaks at some point in the episode. And yeah. I thought, man, and this the, is nuts. And the good thing about that is because, you know, one of the ongoing things is always, well, Hawkeye is just a human and he just gets up just fine. So I think them showing that he is having like these issues, like with his body, with his hearing, not being able to hear... Like it does do a damage, and I love that montage that they show. Yeah, he's just like, where he's like, you're losing your hearing, and he's like, why are you losing your hearing? And it's like it cuts to like all of the crazy like explosions and all that stuff that he had to go through. And again, it makes sense. I mean, Hawkeye is only a very well trained human, so him going through all these explosions and going through Thanos and all this stuff, like that will like have a toll on him. So. I think it. I think it's a, a great way to show that he is vulnerable, and it it also someone who it also cool because he it essentially is relying on his eyesight, right? Yeah. Which is what makes him a great like makes him great with his his bow and arrow. He doesn't necessarily need his hearing, so I think it's cool that they gave him an, uh, a defect that he kind of doesn't use as much because it's not really what he's required. Like he doesn't require his hearing as much as he does his eyesight, but I think it's still good because you see the things that he is losing uh, in the process, like hearing his family talk and all that stuff is kind of like, you know, is, is, is having its own toll on him. So I think that's really cool how they're doing that. Also seeing him as um, getting to be a dad and how, how he's trying to get rid, not rid, but he's trying to live a normal life. And you mm -hmm. see that uh, whenever that scene, for some reason, it hit hard whenever um, uh, they bring him extra food. And he's like, oh, there's there's no need for that. And he's like, no, there's every need for that. Like, uh, you yeah. you know, you saved us. He's like, oh, th thank you. I mean, he just like you can tell on his face. He's like, he doesn't want this, man. Yeah. He just he well, just did what he had to do to continue uh, providing for his family, living his life and everything like that. So he did uh, what he felt was right. And exactly. Feel like he should be rewarded. For saving that, but also it's it goes to that complex that him and Kate are having currently, right? Because Kate is trying to tell him, like, no, like, ever since I saw you jump out of that window and do that epic stuff, I've wanted to be you. So you may not feel like you're a role model, but to me, that's you're the reason why I'm even in this whole situation, like, because I've wanted to be someone who is like you. And it's cool that Hawkeye can then pull that back and be like, listen, it's not everything you think it is. Like there's so much more to this, like, and that's why the whole sacrifice thing is really cool, right? Because in episode three, where they're talking about sacrifice and it's like, oh, like he's not just talking about the the family. He's also talking about like his health, like his general health is also what he's been sacrificing, right? To be the common good. And he can't live a normal life because people will recognize him because he doesn't wear a mask. So all of that, you know, plays such a, and like he said, he was like, I 
my number one job is to be discreet and to be a ghost. And because he's so big and like fate, like he's not, obviously he's like one of the lesser knowns, but people still know him because you've been on such a big platform this whole time. So, yeah. Uh, another thing too, from episode one. Oh, well, before we get into that, what, what did you, what do you think overall of Hawkeye? Overall? I think it's great. Um, I think they, everything that they were supposed to do is being done. Right. So Kate, I love Kate Bishop. I think, um, I think she's great. Like the way, the character that she's portraying is exactly what you would think it would be. Right. So, and I, that's why I don't like to credit, like, I like doing these episodic reviews just so we talk about the episode, but in totality, I think you can't just judge things based off of what you see, like, first couple of episodes, right? Because it is, like, Kate is supposed to be in a, a character that is annoying Hawkeye, but they're also setting up her character to become the new Hawkeye, right? So, like, she is going to be in the forefront of this, even though it's called Hawkeye. Like, it's not really about clint as much it's about how clint takes on a protege like how he trains this person while not wanting to do it and you can see why he wants to actually in a sense of him wants to do this because he wants to be able to spend christmas with his family like and that i think is an ongoing thing that's in the background that you still don't kind of pay attention to but it's like that's what clint is talking about essentially in this whole thing is like i don't want to have to do this but also he's paying for what he did when he was in a very dark place, when he didn't have his family. And now that he has his family, he is now answering to what he did in the past. Yeah. So like, it's a really cool, and I, and th that's the kind of things I like to think about when watching these shows, because I don't feel like it's just all up in, you know, it's not supposed to be all in your face, but there's so much other character development that's going on with these characters. And that's the thing that I love about what Clint has to go through in this show is that he needs to take on someone new and try to train them. But even though he doesn't want to, but in a, a part of him is kind of like, well, it would be nice if I could just stay with my family and not have to deal with this. So even though he doesn't want to, he kind of, a part of him is like, I can, I know why she has that fire because like, that's something that I had like, and now that he has consequences and things, he wants to kind of get rid of the whole Ronin thing. And it, it it's just, like I said, the whole complex uh, complexity to the story to me is what really draws me into it. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say from episode one, when um, you see young Kate and after her father passes and everything like that, and she's sitting at the funeral, um, I ended up laughing really hard. Me and Bree, because I was like, when she goes, uh, what if they come back? The mom goes, they're not going to come back. Yeah. She's like, we're safe now. And I said, oh, honey. Like, <laughs> but like, also, like, got, no, you're not safe. We got so be much that's coming. Like, <laughs> what made you think you were going to be safe? Like, what made you think something else wasn't going to happen? Like, I don't know. Like, you had aliens come like from like, the like, sky. For real. From the sky. Okay. Like, no, so. <laughs> so, I don't know what you, I, I, know. I guess she was doing that comforting thing that you have to do as a parent. Yeah, yeah. But I was, whenever I saw that, I was just like, man, we still got Ultron. Yeah. You still got like, Thanos coming. Yeah. You still got. <laughs> like, so like... many other things happened. <laughs> like, so. Oh, man. It was nuts. It was nuts seeing that. I was, I was laughing so hard. It, it just kind of broke me out of that moment. But um, yeah. seeing what I love, what Marvel does is seeing a perspective that we don't get to see. So we see the cool superhero fights of them smashing through the buildings, all this other stuff. And you're just like, wow, they're like protecting the city. They need to win this fight, blah, blah, blah. 
but you see the destructiveness of it. You see what I'm glad we get to see what a civilian is going through in that moment. You got to realize like, wow, you're seeing all this cool fighting superhero stuff. But at the same time, this is supposed to be like, it's, it's, it's not a a cool thing. It's supposed to be uh, chaos. Like it's, it's not a good thing. What we're watching is not a good thing happening at all. So, and you're right. Like what they do really well is like you, that's the thing that, what what that's what i love about these tv shows is that you can show those perspectives like yeah. you're talking about so like you can show kate uh being like the being in the penthouse and obviously people are blowing up the penthouse yeah like, and you, you know see I mean? like, and you can see it through the window when she's running mm-hmm. and you see the circular window and you see the fight happening outside it yeah. gives you that sense of panic like holy crap like i gotta it's get like, out of yeah, here yeah. <laughs> and she couldn't and find they, her parents and you're like what? exactly which is another thing <laughs> why were the parents just like nowhere to be found I, that's what i'm saying because minutes. i because like, that's what i said uh, like i i also pointed that out whenever things start blowing up and he's like oh in a, in the middle of a hurricane i'll do what i always do and that's protect you and then dad mom i was yeah. like you gonna home alone your daughter right now like, <laughs> what's going on and i get they were downstairs but like it's just like bro <laughs> like as soon as you would have heard something you yeah. would at least like they should have at least shown her like trying to get upstairs like you know what i mean but it was nuts it is what it is. it's it's crazy um uh what else was i gonna say man the yeah. the freaking uh the auction i was going to talk about mm-hmm. the auction house um it took me a second oh it's not even the auction thing just kate in general so i i like the way how they set her up quickly so she can start fighting we don't have to go through the basic of like um you know her running into hawkeye by accident and being like okay this is how you hold a bow this is how you fight and all this other stuff yeah. the small subtle hints i had to remind myself because whenever she fights in the uh, in the auction house when she's fighting people and you start seeing her beat up stuff and all this other, doing the flips and everything, I'm like, man, she she just knows this stuff. And then it clicked that her mom was like, well, I remember when you were a black belt and all this. Yeah. So, like she brings up the martial art past, and I'm like, I remember. Oh yeah, they okay. even do that if you if you in episode one, and this was unique to episode one, is that the beginning thing shows you all of that. Yeah, it shows you. Remember, it shows you. It shows you in that cool animation thing. Of all of the stuff that she's done. That so she's done so far. So she's set up. Yeah. It showed you all that stuff. So you're just like, okay. And that's good because, again, you're doing you're dealing with six episodes. And you don't want to have to have a whole montage about how these people learn how to fight. Yeah. Like, especially not in a TV show. You want to get, let's get to episode one. And she knows all this. She so we went can get to archery. story. Yeah, she went into archery school. We know that. We know all the things that she can do. And then now she's able to fight. So yeah, I Marvel, thought that was a real tasteful way to do it. Marvel's so good at doing that, man. They, they they just keep showing that you don't need to give an origin story over and over again. You give everybody... It's superheroes. Everybody knows that a superhero has had a rough past and, and something sparked the interest to get them to where they are. And we just run with that. They give us what we need yeah. and then we continue on. And I, I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So. And then let's talk about um, one of the gems of the first couple of episodes, the musical. Listen, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to watch. I know that it's musical. coming. Yeah, it's coming. Oh yeah, it is coming. <laughs> and I will be one of the people who buys a ticket, and I will be there to watch it because it was hilarious. Like it was just funny. The lyrics were perfect. Like they talked about the shawarma stuff. Like the whole thing was great. And then I love. Which was another cool thing that they did was the whole Ant Man show being in the musical. 
and then him pointing that out. Yeah, he's like, he you know who like, wasn't there? He wasn't. Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. But then, when you think about it, now I've already kind of debunked this because it, it, but this is an interesting little theory that uh, Chase actually, my friend Chase, actually brought this up was that, you know, now that Hawkeye, I mean, technically, Ant-Man was there because after Endgame, they went back in time. And remember, they went back to 2012 and then they actually were there. The reason why that is debunked in that term, though, is because they technically don't follow that timeline. Yeah, yeah. The only way you could follow that is if you're saying that Hawkeye is technically in that timeline yeah. currently. But it's still cool because technically in a version of 2012, there was an Ant-Man somewhere. Yeah. So it is kind of cool. Like that whole little whole little thing is kind of cool to me. <laughs> it's uh, It was... Yeah, dude, that that musical was definitely something. Whenever he's like rolling his eyes, and yeah, uh, I can get it. I get it though. Like we would want to see it, but I can see his point of view. Oh yeah, absolutely. Of like, God, they're portraying us, and like this like, is not yeah. how we are, and all this other. But it's <laughs> like, also not it. how it happened. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not. Mean, so, like they're just they they're not getting like that information from the people who were there, but also like you know Hawkeye's. I don't know why he would even go to that show in the first place. I guess to you know please the kids, but even the kids are kind of like dad, we actually like, know we what don't, he did. Yeah, like, we don't need I mean? to like, do this. We don't need <laughs> to do this. So it is a kind of cool thing of, you know, him being a dad and then showing that whole superhero stuff too, right? Also so. Tony not being in a suit. I don't yeah. know if you saw that. He was like they just kept him with the gloves and then the glasses oh, yeah. and a blazer and I was like we all know right. how theater is, all right? We know how theaters are. We, sometimes we have to cut a little budget somewhere. And that was where we had to cut the budget. As Chris and I know, oh, being man. people who are in the theater, we know those things can add up, especially if you're not a high-budget theater. So, you know, sometimes yeah. you got to you gotta make it work. And they did. They did. Oh, man. Um, they did have some good flights in there, too. So I thought it, it was cool. Yeah. But yeah, so some other cool things. Um, there's a lot of references in this this show, and uh, I don't know if a lot of people are catching them. Obviously, I'm here to help you guys out. But this show in general has shown me that the West Coast Avengers is going to happen. And for a lot of people who don't know, it, it's probably going to happen in TV show. But Hawkeye and Kate were are members of the West Coast Avengers, and so is now White um, the White Vision, right? So White Vision's white vision is actually vision in the west coast adventures he just had a different look but now that's already three characters that have been titled to or who have a connection to the west coast avengers and i love how marvel is able to put that into the way that they they're just throw little hints at it and then they're going to be like we know next year at like d23 they're going to be like west coast avengers show is announced and then remember where you heard first Okay, we'll hear I Alan. Do. We'll hear Alan. The, the ring around the like, world of I knew it. <laughs> I'll be like I told you. I've known these characters were in there, so I think it's really cool. I also think um, we're already setting up the villain, which is obviously Jack. Um, Jack is an old comic book uh, villain, which is Swordsman, and hence why he has all the swords. And you can tell that back in the day, we weren't really unique with the uh, villain names. <laughs> back in the day with the heroes either we just named them what they had so that is a villain that clint used to uh clint had used to fight and that's who pretty much is what we're setting up to be so do you think uh we see what's her face black widow's sister yes absolutely we yeah. have to 
because of the way that the show. Uh, I so here we go. There's a couple of th- well, obviously, I don't feel like that's a theory, but I feel like at some point we will see that. We'll see her. Right? We'll see Vivian. We'll see her. We'll see, yes, and then we're going to see because you know who the uncle is, right? I don't know if you know, but I. I thought the uncle I, would I be. Know. I thought the uncle would be Jack. That's what me no, and Bree no, were no, thinking. No, no, no. Oh no no! You guys are off. You know you guys are off. See, they're making you know it too. It I knew. I knew I wasn't gonna fully guess, but no. who who is it? Kingpin. No. Yes, because Echo, who is currently our villain right now, that is his adopted daughter. So they just changed the origin. If I see and the dude, it's going to be Vin- it's going to be Vincent D'Onofrio, and I'm telling you because. If you guys remember when Hawkeye was coming out, he tweeted, "Oh, very interested to see about Hawkeye. So excited!" Yeah, and I'm not I'm not crazy, but I know his laugh, and I'm pretty sure that was his laugh that I heard. And I'm not going crazy. That it's it's Vincent D'Onofrio. I am sure of it. <laughs> I am positive because it makes sense. And here's why I t- tell you it makes sense. We already have the rumors of Charlie Cox showing up in Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Those are already a thing. Vincent D'Onofrio has said that he loves to play Kingpin and he would love to play Kingpin again. They both are off of those contracts that they were with Netflix, right? They can totally be signed. The two people, there's three, there's four people that if ever, if you asked unanimously, who can you keep from those old Netflix stores? Everyone would say Charlie Cox. They would say Vincent D'Onofrio. They'd say um, Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. And they would say Punisher. John, Bre- like, those are the four people. So there's no way that that is not him, especially because that is Echo's origin. So what I think, well, what I feel like is going to happen is we're going to get the introduction. I think we're going to see Charlie Cox. Remember I said this. I think we're going to see Charlie Cox and Spider-Man and then we're going to see Kingpin in this. And then the Echo show, which is supposed to come out, we'll get a little bit more detail on that because Echo, if you guys haven't known, also is one of the characters she actually used to, she actually takes the mantle of Ronan. So that might be a spoiler, but that's what happens in the comic books. So this is what it's all leading up to. And I'm telling you, if we don't see him within this next three episodes, I'm positive that one or two things are the end credit scenes, and I feel like it's that. Oh, that was a lot. I'm just, saying, I'm just dropping it on that y'all. That was a lot. Right uh, now, I, got I feel like everyone, I'm, I'm telling you, it is, it's Kingpin because of the story of Echo. It has to be Kingpin. Echo also shows up in Daredevil more so than she does in Hawkeye. I'm telling you, 1,000%, it has to be. has to be Kingpin. Now, I, and I'm I'm just telling you, I feel it. I feel it. I'm gonna freak out when it happens, but I, I'm telling you, I, I'm I'm putting my chips on the table. I'm putting them on the table. That is Kingpin. Damn. You take that information the way you are. <laughs> <laughs> God dang. But, yeah. So, but yeah. Speaking of all the like, and then you know, I also love the tributes that they're showing to Natasha and showing how cool, like how much. How good friends him, her and Clint was when they, you know, even the wife was like, she, you know, wife you know. of the year, by the way. Like, oh, yeah. Her the being goat. like, oh, you know, he's like, yeah, we're fighting the tracksuit. 
yeah. mafia. She's like, oh, those guys, like yeah. her knowing, like instead of being like, oh yeah, honey, I'm fine. Like she knows mm-hmm. what's yeah. going on. Which, by the way, tracksuit mafia, so good. I hilarious. love it. Hilarious. <laughs> that one guy that opens up to Kate, where he's just like, all right, so I bought my girlfriend <laughs> Imagine yeah. Dragon tickets. Like, tickets. you know, like <laughs> just seeing that, I was just like, oh man, this is so good. Uh, yeah. I wanted to mention the the car chase. One, why I I want to see. I mean, I know we're gonna see behind the scenes of uh, how they filmed it. I just want to see that whole film process of the camera continuously rotating in the car uh, to get the shots of of yep. Kate rummaging around and then also looking in the back to see everybody shooting at them. Um, mm-hmm. Love that was awesome. Yeah, man. That, that whenever whole scene was whenever he's like, okay, I need you to shoot arrows. I can't hear you, but I need yeah. you to shoot arrows except for this one. And he's like yeah. literally picking them out. <laughs> she's yeah. like, how do you know which but, one's which? So yeah. I feel like she's we're going like, <laughs> to. No, no that was great too, because when she's shooting them out and she's like, how do you have not these labeled? Like, because he, but he already knows. And then it just shows like, because that's an, another ongoing joke, right? Is we're always making fun of how he literally has an arrow for every situation. And he, he comes prepared. So it's funny that he had the, you know, the gunk. He had the, like, the blow-up one. He had the plunger. And then, like, it started to make sense to her when, like, it's just like, oh, I see why you have all this. And and then you could tell that she was starting to understand because when she had, he had the USB one, yeah, she, they were already so scared of all the other ones <laughs> that they saw that they were like, oh, wait, like, don't hit us <laughs> the guy, with nothing the guy crazy. Next, the bald guy next to him. Yeah. <laughs> killed me because yeah. as soon as he shoots it he's the first one to go ah, like yeah. scream and it just it's so good <laughs> it's like again they're doing again i think they're doing a really good job i think episode three is obviously the strongest of the two i mean of the the, the thing because i feel like we got the most action yeah but we also and the pim the pim uh arrow yeah the pim arrow was hey, dude dull. oh as soon as i because saw it and i was like it, yeah i saw it and i was uh, like wait and as soon as I saw the arrow grow big, I was like, oh, this is dope. This is yeah. so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 amazing because and then you know, there's also that just that relationship too, because remember that there there's that famous comic book cover that a lot of people refer to when Pim when you see Ant Man that's on his the arrow. arrow and like you said, yeah. yeah. So like you know what I mean. So it's just a nice little and we, we got we got that in endgame and now it's kinda cool, like, oh look, we got another a little connection between them. So I thought it was cool. I love that Kate drew the classic Hawkeye costume. I thought that was fantastic. And then she was just like, picture it in purple. And he's kind of like, and you look at Hawkeye and you're like, there's no way he's wearing purple. Like, he's just not doing that. So Also, I think, shout out to the Golden Retriever that is yep. in this show. Super mm-hmm. cute. Uh, yeah, very adorable. helpful. Yeah. <laughs> adorable. I mean, just like, you know, we love the doggos. We, the doggos always need a show for the show. So, uh, yeah, there's just so many good things that are happening with this show that I, I'm I'm really invested in. So, like, also another thing, uh, Kingpin is actually the person who orders the hit out on Echo's dad in the comic books. Mm. So I'm interested to see, because remember, Clint kind of gives that idea that he kind of knew what was like, oh, he was like, no, they're like, the track suits are not really like the people you need to worry about. It's the people that deal with them. So I'm interested to see if we have the Clint and Kingpin relationship, if they were having conversations and Clint was doing this for Kingpin 
essentially, right? Because that that would make sense now if that's a thing, and he doesn't really know about if Kingpin was just like because you know Kingpin does his things real sly, yeah. But it would give them a nice connection, right? So he would not like he would have a problem with him, and then obviously Daredevil. Like, man, listen, it needs to happen. I will be. What hurt. a way to end the year! Holy crap, dude! I like we literally hurt. have a month. We have this. Oh yeah. We have Spider Man. Like, oh. Book of Boba at the end of the so month. So much too. emotion. Like, there's going to be a lot of emotion. <laughs> Spider-Man's going to be... We're, don't worry. We are going to be ready for Spider-Man, guys. So, but yeah, I mean, that, that was pretty much, you know, our... That's the... I'm Like I said, we're really enjoying the show. I can't wait to see what happens next. We're going to end the show the same way we always do by finding out what our favorite parts, moments. Just do it for all three episodes, Chris. We don't necessarily need to do like for each episode, but we will start back again doing that next week yeah. where we do it. So out of the, go back to episodic. Out of the three right now, the one that comes to mind is that pin moment. Whenever we saw the arrow, um, really enjoyed that whole car chase scene. Um, uh, just the camera rotating and them changing through the arrows and her trying to communicate to him while he couldn't, you know, communicate to her. And <laughs> like whenever she's like, <laughs> She's like, uh, it'd be fa- it'd be better if we were facing the other way. He's like, it'd be better if we were facing the other yeah. way. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what? Yeah, they're, they're playing really good tricks with the whole thing. So. I agree. Um, that's also my favorite, too. I just think the camera work, you know, I'm a sucker for all of those shots and stuff like that. I mean, and and I'm a huge sucker for when you mess with um, with sound and when you do it like the way that they do it, right? So like you could hear the things that Hawkeye was going through, but him like trying to hear Kate also while this car, like this camera is just like doing work in this short little space of just going around it. You know, I was all for that. Once I was watching that, this is exactly the kind of, cause I love stuff like that. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Baby Driver and every, I love Edgar Wright. So that that gave me a very Edgar Wright feel. And that, that whole scene was just great. And just the, again, the connection of them with the different arrows with all that stuff was, it's really showing that bond. And it was a good mid season finale, essentially, because that's what it really was when, yeah. you, when it boils down to. So, all right. So I think we covered what we're going to cover guys. I, we are sorry for the little high hated things got a little crazy between both of us. Now, Chris and I are both also working now. So, you know, things like this happen, but we are going to get this content out to you guys. We know we, December is packed. We out, we've been talking about doing a little special one for you guys. We're not going to, we're going to hold off on the details just about that. Yeah. Just, a, just in case we can't get it done, but we are going to try to get, you know, some more content out for you guys. We are going to be back next week with this, um, with episode four of Hawkeye. So again, guys, thank you for all the support, please. If you guys want a chance to win this mouse, help us get to a hundred subs. And as soon as we do that, we can give away that mouse and then we can start planning on what our next giveaway is going to be. Yeah. So also, please, please make sure. Cause our schedules are getting crazy. Uh, our days aren't normal right now. Everybody's on different schedules. Please make sure to hit that notification bell because we do want to get this content to you guys. We understand that, uh, consistency is, is key. But as of right now, life is is in the way of of uh, what we're doing here. So please make sure to hit the notification bell so we can get that stuff to you guys and you guys know what's going on and you can keep up with us and we can keep getting things out to you. Yep. So that's pretty much going to wrap it up for us <laughs> until we see you guys next time. Remember, every Tuesday we do do a live show 
over on Twitch. It's also here on YouTube. So come check that out. Come hang with us. We'll have our other co-host Yendi who doesn't show up for these. But hopefully we're hopefully we've got some things that Yendi plans on watching. So maybe we'll we'll have them in here again. Even though he still hasn't watched Dune, but we'll talk about that in another day. So until we see you guys next time, Chris and I are out. Fire team out. <laughs>